To be, let me scroll, 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 scroll. Elder, scroll. Elder Scrolls problems. You got problems? <laughs> problems. <laughs> Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music, and well, that's pretty much it. So uh, let's go. This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into a different album from a different band and we dissect it. We really get into it. We tell you things you never thought you knew about whatever album we're doing. Uh, Go to iTunes. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Asinine Radio. Even give us a call and leave us a voicemail because that's why we're doing this album because somebody we don't even know who listens to the pod left us a voicemail and said we should do an album from Against Me and that's what we did. So give us give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Our phone number is 503-893-5307. So go, to, go do that. All right, Jeff. What album are we doing today? We're doing Against Me and their album uh, Searching... What is it? Searching for Former Clarity? <laughs> yeah. Fuck.
Against Me formed in 1997 by Laura Jane Grace in Gainesville, Florida. They currently have seven full-length albums, four EPs, two live albums, five demos, and many, many diehard fans worldwide. But what we're doing today is Searching for a Former Clarity. It's the band's third album and was released September 6th, 2005. The album features Laura Jane Grace on vocals and guitar, James Bowman on guitar, Andrew Seward on bass, and Warren Oaks on drums. Now, Jeff, uh, what is your origin story with uh, Against Me? What do you got? Well, 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 a friend in high school liked Against Me, and it was, uh, I mean, at the time I thought it was kind of interesting because... I know we've always been listening to music and and reintroduce or introducing each other to bands for so for like forever, and the friend that that told me to listen to this was was like a gamer, and not really like I thought was not really into music, and I think at the time just wasn't into music. But this is the only band that they liked, and so, so he he yeah he told me to listen to him, and uh, he I think I got him on my iPod from him. And uh, yeah, Reinventing Alex Rose was the only one that I listened to through and through. And there was only like two tracks off of it that I even liked because I found the vocals annoying. I thought it was yes. it was just too much. I, I just thought like, like, dude, relax. Like, she don't need to be doing that all the time. But, mm-hmm. you know, in retrospect, it's just it was a different time for me. Whatever. But now I... I have come to like it. I've come to like it a lot and not all of it, especially new wave and cro- white oh crosses, my God. <laughs> but I think it's fine. I think so it's fine. Dumb. I think it's, um, I think it's unique and there's only a handful of other bands that do it that way. And even less that do it so well incorporating like, again, that, that that camaraderie, that, that, let's do this together. Let's fight this together. Let's fight these demons together. And in this album, very intro introspective, let's, let's fight our own demons together. We we can do this type of feel to it. And uh, I like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's good when it's bad. Like when against me is bad, it's bad. It's like real bad and they're awful. I, and I fucking can't stand them. But when they're uh-huh. good, fuck dude, they just blew okay. me out of the water, <laughs> blew me out the water. But yeah, that was that was my intro. So I had listened to Reinventing Alex Rose in high school, and then I had not listened to Against Me outside of two songs until this week. All right. So um, yeah, we're like I said earlier, we're doing this album because a guy who called our voicemail, who listens to the pod named Jay, he suggested we do Against Me. And uh, it's been quite the week for me. Uh, prior to this, I don't recall ever hearing an Against Me song ever. Um I've known about them, obviously. I knew about them from their first record, Reinventing Oxford Road, because I knew a lot of people who liked them. Uh, but it was never enough for me to want to go listen. Or maybe I had heard it, and I just didn't... It didn't stick with me, so I never went back to it, and I forgot about it. And then when Transgender Dysphoria Blues came out, I know people were raving about it, but then that kind of turned me away from it. I'm like, there's no way it's that good, and I just never gave it a chance. So going back, like if you listen to the album rankings, like I just didn't really care for a lot of their music and um this album was one of their better ones not their best second best but there's there's some good stuff on here there are a few bangers um no absolute stinkers but just um yeah there's just nothing 
really great, nothing really bad, a lot of just mediocre. And uh, that's my origin story is this week, really, honestly, over the last week has been my origin story to this fucking okay. band. So, and that leads into this song, this album, and they're, like I said, no stinkers. Uh, I don't know if you have any stinkers. What do no, you think? no, no stinkers. Okay. Um, I'm sure you have okay songs, right? Yeah. Not a perfect a, band. What so. is there's, there's 14 songs. I got, I think, eight, eight bangers. Yeah. That many bangers, huh? Yep. No, nine um, bangers. Nine bangers. Out of 14 on this? Yep. 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 Oh, oh my Wow, how God. many you have? One? 1.5 1. because one's kind of a banger almost? Uh, no, I have five. I have five bangers. Yeah, and that's like, that. they're only bangers within the context of this record. Uh, really? I, I, w- I wouldn't playlist any song on this record. They're not bangers. Well, I mean, they're bangers in the context of the record, like I said. But outside of this, there are no bangers. So there are no bangers. I That's have fine. to put bangers on here because it's in within the context of this album. Oh yeah, context. Of, yeah, sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I have nine bangers that are true bangers for me. And, okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what's, your, what's your BB? My, my number one is Miami. The the one we just played. oh yeah, that's right. We just played. Okay. Then let's yeah. get into that, dude. Like, fucking cool intro, man. Like, do you, is this yeah. one of your bangers? Uh yeah, this is my two B, my second banger. Okay, cool intro, very folky and western sounding. Kind of sets up the album a little bit. Kind of lets you know, like, hey, we're still doing that sound that we just did two albums ago, but mm-hmm. we're gonna slow it down. So I love it. It's a lot of build up with satisfying like course Satis- of events. Satisfying. Satisfy. Satis. Satifying. Okay. Satifying. Satifying. <laughs> like it doesn't just kick it right up and start. Like it eases you into it, and that baseline uh-huh. is great. It's loud and not too muddled and. But like that chorus, just like Miami, hey, dude, the call and answer, always fun. That was that part was really cool. That's what kind of made me want to do this album. When I was when I was listening through the all the records this week, that was the part that hooked me. And I would text you and I said, "Are you sure you really want it?" Because we were originally going to do re- reinventing Axl Rose, and I me just thinking when I was listening to that, like, why do people like this? Like, I was sh- I was shocked that people like that first record. I don't get it at all. Clearly. I don't really get this band in general, but that record just like blew me away at, at like how not good it was. I okay, don't like so, that record. Okay, so like going in line with the why people like this band, I think there are, there are three big things why people like this band. One, because they have a unique sound. There's not a lot of bands that sound like them. And mm-hmm. again, like when I were in the rankings, like you can hear them progress, good or bad, you can hear them progress but they still always keep the actual Rose sound and they just kind of expand upon it, take some things out, add some things in. But the heart of this band is always there, but they just kind of do a little bit different every single time. Some of it sucks. Yeah. Like new oh, wave, yeah. but some of like, it's really good. Rose, yeah. So, but like that's, that's one thing. Another thing is, is it's like lyrics, dude. Like she, she's a phenomenal lyricist and, and she writes music and like, it's great. It, it it's not only just deep for her, but it's also, it, I don't know, you, you can relate to all of it because they're just kind of general enough to blanket mm-hmm. all emotions, but they're deeper than that. And then the way she writes her lyrics. So she doesn't use a lot of rhymes. She doesn't need to lean on that kind of standard structure of you need to rhyme everything. And then yeah. even the way she kind of, flows it's 
a lot of like free free rhyming rappers do it where they just kind of like flow and things aren't structured and one sentence doesn't really end it kind of bleeds into the next one but then she'll stop early so there's a lot of different things that she does lyrically and with her voice that i think is fantastic and then there's like i don't know they're just cool man okay <laughs> hey I, I mean you it's cool you and i have just very different viewpoints on this band because i uh, let, 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 let's continue on with Miami and then we'll get more into how we feel about the record. Cause I, I just have very different thoughts than you on, on this record and this band. But what, so I, I regarding Miami, I do like the, the chorus when the, 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 the back and forth, the, the, where they're screaming Miami. Hey, it's that part's really good. It's super catchy. It, it gets you really pumped up. Um, and I mean, it's a pretty solid song in general. Uh, but man, her vocals, man, I just, I can't do her vocals. It's not, I can't do it. Just can't do it, man. It's so distracting to the point where you just, there's not enough there outside of her vocals in this song or any song on this record that can make up for just that. It's not, a, well, I don't know. It's, I, I think they're great when they're annoying. They can be very annoying. Mm-hmm. Like on Axl Rose, sometimes it's just like, dude. Well, like that record was like, th- that one was, I I didn't like the mix on that record. Like the drums were so loud and they sounded so bad that it just kind of like, it was overpowering to everything else. And the guitars were, weren't really, they weren't that loud in the mix. And it just, it was just pretty much just her screaming over the drums with some bass and guitar thrown in there. And it was just, well, they, I that's mean, they, what bothered me so much about that record. They came from like the punk scene. They came, not not like specifically the punk scene, but they came from like the DIY, yeah. like punk scene, and and that's why their records or their first couple records aren't mixed well and they're not produced well. And there are things about them that, like, dude, they could just, they could have made it sound better. Like just sonically, it could have just been better. But yeah. that's like that's the sound that they were going for, and that's the sound the fans wanted. And then this one comes along and. Like it's widely different. Like at first, it's, it's wildly different than the first two, but subsequent listens, you realize that it's not that much different from the first two. It's just a little, little more grown up. It's a little more polished, a little more fine tuned. And yeah. even, and even there was this article or this thing that even Fat Mike didn't like this shit. Oh, was, I know. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that too. And it's like, dude, like what a fucking dick. Like what an idiot. Like, oh, he's so annoying because. To be on like a major label, because Fat Records compared to what they came from was almost like a major label, yeah. and and to to do something totally different and to dumb down, I shouldn't say like strip down even like your cover art to where it's just plain old people, just basic. Like I don't want to do nothing like Axl Rose was, and then as Eternal Cowboy, that was a dumb looking album cover. <laughs> but this one is just it's just plain, dude. It's just plain Jane, and you think that maybe this is gonna be like this weird new age sounding record, but yeah. it's not. And then her vocals have always just been very, very aggressive in like delivery. And it's just, again, there's not a lot of singers that can do it. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, there's a lot of things that can do it. They just don't do it. So <laughs> they're just, it's just very unique. And then, and then to have like fat Mike kind of like shit talk you and bring you down. And then to have your fans kind of shit talk you and continuously bring you down over and over. And then what's even like worse is, is I don't know, like like against me fans from what I have read over the course of their career, they've always just kind of like called them sellouts and said, You guys are fucking lame, da 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 da, et cetera, et cetera. And then her coming out was when they kind of like stopped that. 
and I that's know, irritating. That so, yeah, right? I was thinking, I was thinking about like that's that. That's fucking too. bullshit, man. Like, yeah, if you hate the band, then hate the band. Don't start liking the band because you feel like you have to. If you don't like their sound, then don't like their sound. That's, that's like that's like the least. I mean, for for people calling them sellouts, that's like the least punk thing that they could do. Is <laughs> like switching their stance because she came out as transgender. You know, fucking it's, so lame, so lame. I know. I I don't like that. I don't like that part of the fan base either. But like a but, lot of a lot of the lyrics she writes, especially on this album, deal with just how much she hates the fans. Yeah, how much and she hates the fans. How much she how hates much, the fans and record labels. Man, yeah. but it goes like even so much deeper. How much she like hates herself. How much she hates her own music. How much she hates just like life in general. How much she hates her band. How much she hates everything at times. And yeah. and oh my dude, some of these lyrics are really good. And just like disassociating herself with her own music to the point where now she plays music. And it sounds like she's just doing a cover of what her band used to be and how she doesn't give a fuck anymore because they're just the songs to her mean nothing. Mm-hmm. Oh, just good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Lyrically, Miami was okay. There wasn't, there wasn't, like yeah, a there, whole there lot wasn't a, it was just, yeah, that's kind of how I thought too. It was like, it was kind of all over the place, I feel. And I don't know, I don't know if it's because, because so she came out as transgender, what, seven years after this record came out. So I feel like a lot of people have gone back and just deciphered the lyrics differently knowing now that she is transgender and I don't and I don't I don't agree with that all the time. I feel like people are just like looking at things too closely and just wanting to make up what they think it is because now she's transgender or she came out as transgender, I should say. It's it's hard because and I, that I, part's I, kind of frustrating too. It's like like I don't think some of the stuff was based off of that. Except for like the last song. The last song is clearly about the dysphoria. But there are other parts where like everybody's like relating every song to her dysphoria. And I just don't, I don't agree with that. But I could be totally wrong. I don't know. Because I don't know how she feels. I don't know if she's ever come out and explained what every song means. But I feel like some of the stuff is a stretch amongst fans. I think like the main theme here is just, is just like addiction like addiction in yeah. that the but the addiction itself is the symptom of her of her like uh what do you call it like self-consciousness but like what do you call it like the but that's like what it is you don't want to but not just that i, I don't know I, I i feel like it's a lot of it's about addiction but the addiction is caused by the dysphoria or yeah, the symptom yeah. of the dysphoria that's yeah, why yeah. she's doing this because she said that for a long time she struggled with this and she kept a diary for since she was like eight or 10 or something like that. And she's, she's had these, these feelings that she's not herself throughout her entire life. Well, that's, she goes over that in in the last song on the record talks about the diary and, but she said it like in interviews, like in interviews in person, she's talked about this. So it's hard not to go over this with that, with that fine tooth comb thinking, Oh, these songs are about that, which I think they probably all are, but then they probably all, aren't just about that. I think yeah. that plays a factor in some of them, but you're right. Like some people are saying, Oh, this is clearly like this. It's like, no, I, th- I think there are other things that she was going through that kind of tie into it, but it's not solely about that. Yeah, exactly. It's just her struggling. This, this is an album of struggling. It's lyrics about struggling, struggling. But then sometimes it comes to me. Some of the songs came off as like, okay, we, we get it. You're, you're pissed off at your fans. You're pissed off at the record label. But it's like, like, just at, at at what point 
are you going to make the change to make yourself feel better about that kind of stuff? You know, are you going to continue to make music you like and just like focus on more positive aspects? I, I don't know. It's just like, it seemed like half of this record, over half of this record was about her hating on her, on the fans of against me as well as the record label. And I just like, it's just, it became too much for me and it would just wasn't like a few songs could be cool. But outside of that, it was just like, there's too much, way too much for me. See, I, I, I love that aspect. I loved like whenever bands complain about their fans, I've always just kind of brushed it off as like, I get the fuck out of here. You'd be, you'd be nothing without your fans. But then, but then you get into the territory. It's like, well, people don't become musicians. I mean, most people don't become musicians so they can, you know, have fans. They become musicians because they love the music. But yeah. then when you get into the territory, of and there was one song where she where she mentioned a lyric where it was every time she talks to a fan it always ends in like a drunken thing where the fan like says oh I do play this song or something and it's never like a conversation so the fans don't even see them as people they just see them as a band and as even though even like their own record label like that that uh, mediocre mediocrity gets you a pair gets you pairs right mm-hmm. like that that story stems from like their record label giving. LJG, a Blackberry, but yeah, everybody what, else in the band got fucking fruit baskets. And it's like, okay, cool. Fuck us, I guess. It's like nobody sees you as a person. But at the same time, it's like when you sign to a major label, like you got to know that they're going to take everything, your soul, your money, your time. Yeah, it's like you, you're you signing away. I mean, you should know what you're signing away. Like it's your but own that, ignorance if you don't. But then even that, that doesn't make it okay. But no, it doesn't make it okay, but you so much to deal with. It doesn't make it okay, but there's also I mean, that's how the world is. You know, people take advantage of other people and it's up to the certain people to just kind of own up to their mistakes. You know, it's just like like you know what you're getting yourself into. Like, did you ever see that that Henry Rollins video where he tore apart that fan, that little kid who was like probably like fourteen or fifteen? And and the and the kid was was giving like his really bootleg interview in in the mid eighties when Black Flag sound was changing from just like the hardcore punk to some of the spoken word stuff and then whatever yeah. else they did after that. This one fan basically asked Rollins, like, like, why are you selling out? And Rollins obviously just laid into this kid. Of course. <laughs> and just talking about he has since apologized for it too, and said that was not the way to handle it. But eighties <laughs> Rollins didn't apologize for anything. No, he but it was didn't really good. But he was totally true. It's like it's like, dude, we're out here busting our ass. Like, I think this sounds good. Like, what makes me a sellout? Because I don't play the same fucking punk music you expect me to play year after year, <laughs> album after album. This is the direction that we want to go as a band. If you don't like it, get the fuck out of here. We don't want you as a fan. But that's I mean, like the yeah, difference between Rollins and an overly aggressive Rollins, and then maybe like a little more tactful, reserved LJG. Right? That's just like the I wouldn't difference. even say tactful or or reserved. I feel it's just like. It's just like she's holding it all in, and she's no. Just it is like, definitely more tact. Rollins fights people if they don't like his band. Well, yeah, that's kind of true. I mean, so. but he hasn't done that in like thirty-five years. So true. Since like the late '80s, so it's like I don't know. I'm so conflicted with with her lyrics on this record because I like I understand kind of what she's saying, but it's just like at what point are you just gonna be? Are you just gonna move on from? Either or, like, are you going to go back to DIY or are you going to go major label or more of an indie label? Like, what are you going to do? Like, you can't, you can't be in limbo. It's not going to happen. Like people are, it's like she's has like this really hard time of, of wanting everybody to like the band and the music, but that's, that's not realistic. So she's like complaining that there's no middle ground. 
when there shouldn't be a middle ground in this context. Like this, all this shit is subjective. So like, who gives a fuck? Like, just move on, move on with it. You know, it, that's what what also frustrated me. Frustrated with me with this because it's like you can only talk about it so much, and I'm a guy who who rides the fence all the time, <laughs> so I, I understand the middle ground. But I mean, I get annoying, so I can get, I could be annoyed with her. So. Okay. Well, again, not all songs are about her hating her fans. No, no, no. They're not. They're not. It's like, but it's a good half of the album. I would, I would say it's like three parts. One, one part is ha- ha- hatred of the fans. One part is is like addiction of some sort, which also kind of ties into the dysphoria. And the other part is just like random political shit. Yeah, political stuff. Not that the Especially political shit what was is bad, on. but it's 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 political. Yeah, and I mean, okay, because I th- there are a couple songs like one. I think my three B. No, my my. Yeah, my What's your 1B? B? My 1B? Uh, oh, my God. Let me go back. What is the name of this stupid song? Not a stupid song, but what's the name of this song? It's going to be your biggest banger. It's not really a banger. You won't playlist it. <laughs> Unprotected sex with multiple partners. Oh, banger. It is good because this, this one has like more of the, it's a, more of an upbeat song, has that disco drum beat in the verses. It's a little bit more Franz Ferdinand, but better because like, Franz Ferdinand suck. Um, so, but they, this is kind of when they were like really toying with that idea before they really did it well on new wave um the squirrely bass playing during the verses is really cool too uh and then the chorus is just very simple and catchy it's it's a nice break from her vocals that i'm not a huge fan of so this is this is definitely my my one b unprotected sex with multiple partners this is my this is my five b really that low but uh that's only because i i think this album's great so but okay. I no, so no, I, so I, I do want to mention that even though that that chorus is so catchy and so good, it is, it is cheap. It's cheap. That but kind it, of but that it, kind of staccato nice chanting. It's always catchy. You can never go wrong. But it's that's what good. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like that kind of cheesiness and catchiness was such a nice break from everything I had heard prior to this record, and also on this record already. I mean, Miami had some had the catchy stuff too, but this song especially coming off of Justin, which is like a very slow and kind of doesn't, I don't know. Seven. That wasn't, that wasn't one of my favorites at all. That was almost a stinker for me. Oh, but, um, but coming off of that and you just have this like catchy upbeat song. It was just, it was so refreshing and so nice to hear something exciting, (laughs) I guess you could say. So, and then, and then also that, that, that very short guitar solo leading into the bridge, which was pretty cool. Short, sweet, kind of sloppy, kind of thrown together. But that that had the char- that that was its charm was the the shortness and the 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 what whatever oh, fuck, it reminded me of, of of like a John Denver solo or like a Bob Dylan solo. It was just it wasn't very good. No. Kind of kind of didn't even really fit in there. But like that's that's what folk music is, man. It's just fuck it, put yeah. it in there. Very it's true. Fine. But unfortunately, like the song lyrically didn't really do anything for me because this is like a song criticizing fans, record label, like we just talked about. Uh, so I don't want to get too much into it right now, but should I play a little bit of this song? Yeah. Okay. Let me see here. So yeah, here's, up too. Oh, here we go. Here's a uh, unprotected sex with multiple person, multiple partners.
All right, there's unprotected sex with multiple partners from against me. Man, that Franz Ferdinand like style is so there, and it's so of that time, you know. Like music in 2005 and 2004 was <laughs> like rock music was so much that it's it's crazy how much influence against me took from from like pop rock of the that era. And I I mean, I guess you can kind of see why fans were calling them sellouts, but who gives a fuck at this point? Like well, it's to, better. To be fair, Against Me has been around before Franz Ferdinand was a band. True, Many but they years. weren't but they were making music after Franz Fer, they were making music like this after True. Franz Ferdinand had blown up. That's why you like so, New Wave so much is because you like Franz Ferdinand. Cause it's, well, it's, no, I don't like Franz Ferdinand at all. I Apparently don't, you do, because New Wave no, I, sound like Franz Ferdinand. That's fine. Well, I'm, it's just a better record. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a better record than all the other so stuff that they've done. Dope! So, it's true, though. So that's my, that's my number one is Unprotected Sex with Multiple Partners. Now, yeah, what, cool. what, is your, what is your 2B? 2B, let me scroll, 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 scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Elder, scroll. Elder Scrolls. Problems. You got problems? <laughs> problems. <laughs> that, that was stupid. That was good. Yeah, yeah problems. problems. That's, uh, that's my 2B. Uh, that's my Damn 5B. good song. Um, even though I like their slower structure and pacing when it comes to like their tempo changes and stuff, like in Miami, how it just kind of builds on that. Yeah, like, like you also gotta love when shit just jumps right into it, right? Like that's yeah, that's always fun. It can be and, cool, except with like Rise Against, it's not good. But we're, get the fuck out of here. We're <laughs> we're we're kids that have come from in like the punk scene, so that's what we always like, and we always fall back to it. And it's not a big deal. I don't care. But yeah. uh, it's even better when it's like mid verse rather than dropping you fast into like a chorus or another verse. When half of the verse is is that slower paced, and then you know they double time it. Like right off the bat, not even like one, two, threeing it in or the, the the drum chickas. Yeah. Like when you just jump right into it, that's fuck that's gold. That's gold, Jerry. It it's is gold. No, yeah. I know. And problem and problems had that. Yeah, it it's it it like you said, it's so random when it speeds up and slows down. And that's what made this song more exciting. This why this is why it's my five B. Uh because of that. Like it's it's different from most of the record and stands out because of it. So um, do you want to get into the lyrics first? Do you want to play it? What do you want to do? Yeah, bruh. What? There's some really good stuff here. Like some feelings of, of going through the motions in life and losing track of yourself. Like when she says conversations are a waking dream. Mm-hmm. Like, like you ever talk to somebody, you're having a conversation and then, but, you, but in your mind, like you're thinking in your mind, in your mind, <laughs> you are thinking of something else. <laughs> you know, you're thinking of like the baseball game, but your mouth is just moving. You're just going through the motions. Yeah. Like, fucking kill me dude like that's that's a horrible way to live because now you're being a dick to just not yourself but the person you're talking to that's mm-hmm. terrible but everybody does it at some point yeah it, it happens like you doing it right now on this podcast probably you're i'm doing not doing it. it right now no i'm not <laughs> because i because no i i didn't really because th- what you're saying i didn't think of it that way i thought of it more as like like in a like almost like a, a multiple personality kind of way. Like she she's kind of like talking from two different perspectives here. Like she's talking to herself and one one perspective is like manic and the other perspective is wildly depressed. So I was looking at it in more like of a bipolar, I don't want to say schizophrenic way, but more of a bipolar way. And I don't know if she has issues. I don't know if she, she's been diagnosed with either of those diseases, but that's what lyrically the song was 
I was thinking about. But then what you're saying too, going I'm like going through the lyrics again. I can. I could totally understand that as well. That makes sense too, though. I mean, dude, like, I don't know. I'm no doctor, but anybody going through what she's gone through for that amount of time, like you've got to be kind of fucked up in the head, dude. Like there's just no way nobody is that mentally strong to be able to deal with this stuff for that many decades and not kind of break down. Yeah. Break down and just, I don't know, be lost inside your own mind. So it makes total sense. If yeah, that's, so I, I, don't, I don't know, that's, that's cool. See, that's, it can be taken both double ways. whammies, baby. This double is, whammies, baby. Color me impressed at this point. I got another one for you, though. Okay. So we got, we got three interpretations on this song. No, not for that one. Sorry. This is a different, oh, okay. a different <laughs> thing. But yeah. But the line so, she says, she says, I am becoming the choices we're making. I think is fucking cool because it's acknowledging yeah. that the direction that, she or the band or whatever is headed isn't what maybe they had thought like okay Mm -hmm. so like bring it into your own personal thing right when you're a kid you have all of these dreams of becoming like a an astronaut or becoming like the first person to live on mars and at some point you 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 get away from that and the choices you make start to become the person you will become but individually those choices are not a big thing kind of like the blink song all the small things it's all the small things oh that God, no. that make everything up <laughs> and so so acknowledging that it's the direction bad acknowledging that the direction you're headed isn't what you had thought you'd be doing or even yeah. like or even like doing right but slowly you're becoming this other person an imitation of yourself and as she says in holy shit another song where she mm-hmm. talks about playing music now has become like an imitation of their former band because fans are so fucked up to them. And I'm sure they are, man. Like punk fans yeah. can be so dirty. And yeah. Annoying. The punk scene is like fucked up. It's stupid. It's the worst scene. Yeah. It's one of the worst. Yeah. It's the worst in the best scene. It's the worst in the best scene. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But, That's true. but I don't know, just, just to, just to get to a point in your life where you, like everybody has these, these little, these little, you know, pontification moments where they sit down and how the fuck did I get here? And you mm-hmm. think like, okay, well, I did this, 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 this. And you name off like 50 different life events that happened. And you think this is not where I saw myself, you know, 20 years ago where I would see myself now. But like, that's why it's so, that's why it's so simple, but so fucking good, dude. It's I am becoming the choices to. we're making. Oh, it, It's a very simple line, but it's something everybody can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. So this but might even, be the best song lyrically. Uh, no, I don't think so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I I got a couple other ones that are really good, but but even like her usage of "I am becoming the choices we're making," even that's kind of like the way I see that. That's kind of like passing the blame a little bit to everybody else, and she's kind of mm-hmm. blaming either the fans, as she's saying we're, or the record label, she's saying we're, or the band itself, or just society. I don't know, but she is changing because of like other factors, environmental factors, kind of that along the lines of. You know, we are products of our environment type of thing. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it's a cool way to say that. Yeah, and also this is a song that, like, can easily be, easily be interpreted into think, talking about the fans or whatever, and I tried so hard not to, like, go that way because she talks about it so much. That's why, like, I, I focus more on, like, the depression part of it, the maybe being bipolar, and then you also saying that it, what you said is just, like, it, I do. Uh-huh. I love that she shits on her fans, man. Fuck the fans. They they're in this for the music. But it gets to be like so. Who it cares, gets to be like dude? Too much, man. 
It's 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 no different than like sappy love songs or fucking dick jokes from our favorite band or anything. It's who cares? If she yeah. if she don't like her fans and fuck the fans. She does this for herself. True. No, I agree. I agree. Fuck. Ma. But then, well, like she does. But then she says she does it for herself. But then she complains about doing it for herself. You know. Well, it, I understand. Like, there's the conflict there, but it's like, at what point are you just gonna like accept that you have shitty fans, like to a certain extent, and then just like move on? You know, they definitely have shitty fans. I think, I think the fans that have shit on them throughout their career and said they sell, sold out and said their sound has changed for the worse, but then when she has come out and and done something that seems groundbreaking have come back and said oh actually now they're yeah. a little closer there it's it's a lot better i think those are shitty fans yeah th- those are the worst fans like, yeah like we were talking about earlier yeah that's like that's that, like the the least like punk thing you can do dude and, like, scare quotes. and if you just explore like deep reddit threads from you know prior to 2012 like 10 15 years ago wait was reddit even around back then yeah, I think so. Like, how long has Reddit been around for? I don't know, since like 1964, probably. <laughs> when the internet was invented by yeah, Al Gore. By Al Gore yeah. in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. No, but, but you see any kind of thread <laughs> or anything where, where fans have shit on New Wave and White Crosses, rightfully oh so. My God. No, but then no. But then, like shit on like uh, like the new sound, the new direction, like their sellouts, and then they'll come around and say that Transphoria and then their newest album, which is not that good. Transphoria. Our bangers. I like, I like the how you combine the two words. What? Oh yeah, you, you said transport. Can we do that? That's a thing. I'm doing it. I, I yeah. I mean that that's a new yeah. Why not? Honestly, that's a really good thing actually. That's, yeah. If it doesn't already exist, why not? It's way more specific and it's way easier to say. So yeah, why not transport you? There we Damn, go. Damn, dude, Kurt Loader, bro, you heard it here first. Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking sellout, the MTV sellout. Ah, <sighs> that's true. All right. Let, I know play, what we're talking play. about. Yeah, well, we're talking uh, about problems. So um, problems, I got problems yeah, with problems. you, yeah. and I got problems with this album. So uh, let's play. Well, I do. So let's play Problems by Against Me. Problems.
There it is. Problems from against me. You know, Problems. this, <laughs> the way the song kind of flows kind of reminds me of like later Bouncing Souls. Like, yeah. the, the, you know, with like the, the almost like anthemic, uh, like halftime that they do. It's mm-hmm. very Bouncing Souls. Like Gold Record. So that that's like of this era. Like, because Gold Record came away. I think it was 2005. Ish, yeah. Yeah. But I definitely get those vibes from this song. So there you stuff, go. dude. I don't know why I hate that song. I don't. It's my 5B. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We got more on problems or what? No, we can we can we can go forward. Forward. Okay. We can go forward. Floral for fuck. So I got Ooh. I got my 1B. I got my 2B. What is your Did you do your my 2B? my 2 Yeah, well my 1B was unprotected sex with multiple partners. My 1B was Miami. The Taking Back Sunday version. Wait, your uh, your one B was Miami? No, no I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, your two B was Miami. My two B was Miami. Protected sex. Yeah, exactly. Unprotected sex. Unprotected sex. Yes. Unprotected multiple sex partners. Yes. So, how do you feel? How do you feel about some of these titles being way too long? That's annoying to me. Mm. I will say that. Kind of like how Taking Back Sunday do that, and it's really annoying when they do it. Uh, kind of like how Fall That Boy do like and, ridiculously. Oh, dude, Fall Out Boy are the worst with it. The absolute they're, worst. They're not like they're not they're not that long. I don't, I don't know the way I compared it to you was like Fall Out Boy. Like Fall Out Boy has yeah. ridiculously long song titles. So compared to that, like I don't know, it's fine. But um, I I like the idea of song titles, kind of giving you like a sneak peek at maybe what the song's about or kind of getting you already talking, thinking, wondering what the song's about. I dig it. It's like a preview, like like a movie preview. But it gives see, you a little bit, but not a lot. I dig but it. But see, with, with with a long title, it gives you too much. If you, get, if you If you do like one or two words, it's, it's, you know, it's just enough to get you like in a certain mindset, especially after you listen to the song for the first time. So long titles don't do it for me. It's not for me. All right. Well, that's because you fucking think New Wave is like the best album. That's all. Well, because New Wave time, is so. their is their best album. Yes, not the no. It's their best. But, but yeah, no. Uh, my 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 three B is uh from her lips to God's ears. The Energizer. Way too wow. long of a title. Way too long of a title. This but was an okay song for me. This wasn't even a B for me. Really? Yeah. Oh. Okay. This is um this was like more of a faster upbeat song, which they do better with, which I do better with as well and um it's it has a little bit it has some Franz Ferdinand feel which is nice because it's a nice break from the the boring um the chorus is pretty catchy and uh yeah it's I mean that's it's kind of straight it's kind of straightforward and it's good so it's good for the record yeah I think if it wasn't for her like overly abrasive and naturally like aggressive tone mm-hmm. if you just took her out and then just played the instrumentals this would just kind of be like a plain old people indie rock song yeah, but the chorus is catchy enough to where it makes up for that. I mean, Even though I don't like the lyrics, I do not like the lyrics at all in this song. <laughs> Why? I think they're they're just because it's like name dropping, and it's so it's so dated and of that time, and, and which can be cool because like Dead Kennedys did it really well, but most bands cannot do it well, and I don't feel like they do it well. against me does it well. I think I think it's fine. I think they drop they 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 name drop Conaliza. And that's that's somebody who, like under like the Bush administration, that's somebody who kind of like falls under the wayside of of being attacked, right? Everybody always attacks Bush, but 
Bush I mean, or Colin Powell or. You know. But that's cool. That I don't know. You're, I mean, you're right. It is. It is definitely dated because attacking a president is a lot different than I don't know, attacking any other political figure. Because I don't know, whatever. But I think it's fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. Yeah. Couple cool but, lines though. I like the lines. So a couple lines I liked here. Okay. Uh, constant. Couple lines you liked here. Constant war for constant soldiers. Mm-hmm. I think that's I, cool. That's I, I think one. I think that kind of like ties into like the the military industrial complex where the military now is just a career rather yeah. than something that we need, and that's gross. And then also, and I where she says an Iraqi president out of control of our choices, mm-hmm. like that's solid. Yeah. That's really cool. Like going to war because we couldn't control somebody else is 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 uh, it's pretty dope. It pretty is dope. yeah pretty dope. And then also the line de-escalation through military force. I mean, <laughs> it's pretty straightforward, but it it's, it's cheesy. It's all cheesy. It's cheesy, it, but it's yeah. Good. I mean, uh, dude, the line at the end of the intro where she says, "What should we do about the situation in Iran and North Korea?" Ugh, I hated it so much. <laughs> oh, I hated it. It was so. It's so like. But luckily, <sighs> luckily, like this it. is I'm one of those times. This is one of those times where her like her free flowing lyrics and like rhythm patterns. They they don't they don't rhyme and so it's like she's just speaking she's just going off and and but just see, ranting almost so see, I, it's not she's not like rhyming things with Iran or North Korea or or Condoleezza it's just she's just like speaking it's almost just like she's given like a speech and they just put backing music to it but she's but it's not like that it's it she has this this way of of singing like I hate saying it again but that pirate shanty like dun dun dun, dun. It's like that that you end on that high note, but it's just like it's very kind of like st- almost staccato in the vocal delivery, but it ends in that 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 very high note. Like you're building, like you're not even building up. You're just like dun 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 dun. Like it's, I j- it, she does it like in like almost all the songs, like the pirate shanty songs. And this is another example of that. But then the chorus comes in and it's super catchy, and that's where it kind of like makes up for the the pirate shanty of the verse. I think like and the problem with, with this pirate shanty thing is I think folk music in general probably originated like in in like the Scotland or, or or Ireland area. Yeah. And so like extrapolating from that and then going off and doing other things and, and being more current. But going back to like pirates, like a lot of pirate music at the time, like a lot of the Celtic stuff, it kind of all sounds similar. And so it's hard to like disassociate those sounds together because dude, trust like a lot of these songs do sound very pirate shanty ish, but, but it's not like cool pirate shanty, like dropkick Murphy's. Well, first of all, they're like, they're, but even then they're not pirate shanties. No, come on, dude. They're just like Celtic folk. That's not like pirate, pirate shanties is like, uh, is, is, is like that. Oh, that's um, a one band. Um, ah, remember we, they played warp tour a bunch of times. And and we we even talked about them on the pod like a long time ago, not on the Ail, album of the week. Ailstorm, 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 yeah, yeah, Ailstorm, yeah. yeah. So that that the, that is pirate shanty music. It is pirate. Okay, so I, it is. It's completely pirate shanty music. But that's like fun pirate shanty music. Like there's nothing fun about this. Like at least it's with, not supposed like, to be fun. But, but no, what, what I'm saying is like when it comes to like Ailstorm and like Dropkick Murphys, they have they have portions of their songs that are very catchy and very hooky that that you can sing along to but against me don't have that for the most part like it's just it's her singing in that style and then like a few songs here and there on the records 
have like a, a really catchy melodic hook and so it's just to me it's just i can't get into it without that hook I, it's just, I just not for me it's just I, not for me i think without diving heavy into celtic music and and being able to like really differentiate between i don't know like celtic folk and then celtic punk and then like actual pirate 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 music <laughs> private pirate music that should be one of those private tongue twisters music. on that'd be that'd be a good start private, to it. private private pirate, pirate music private pirate music Private without without like diving into those deep and then being able to differentiate exactly what it is because I think they all kind of just came from the same area, and so they all yeah. have a lot of similarities and and I mean again we're not we're definitely not folkmen. <laughs> no, we're not. I mean, what do you gonna do with it? I'll sell it if you don't want. It. I'll sell it. Yeah, we're not. We're not. That was that was Sloan. I know. Yeah. Giving me an album that I specifically told him I didn't like or want, and he bought it for me anyway. Oh my god! What was it? Palisades. Is that the band? Yeah, he saw him once. There's fucking bad metalcore, dude. Not even like <laughs> speed metalcore, like like pop metalcore, just bad, Oof. very bad. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Just not 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 diving into that aspect. I mean, that's probably something we should probably do at some point is get into it so we can differentiate these things because, like, I I agree. I think a lot of these songs are very like pirate shanty sounding and. But like it was hard to 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 separate that and think like okay no this is based in traditional folk music and like folk punk, but not pirate music. So like that alone was difficult. I, I don't is it? Know. But it but is it because they're not very good at doing it? Like I don't know. You can't really differentiate because they're not, to me I I don't I, get it, man. I as just far don't as Celtic music, I only know Dropkick Murphys as Celtic punk. <laughs> as far as pirate shanty music. Like yes, you know, I, storm. <laughs> as long as I mean, if if the Dropkicks replace like the word beer in any one of their songs with just like pirate ship, then they would be like a pirate shanty band, right? Yeah, probably. Is that what, yeah, like right. Yeah, I don't the, know. Yeah, it's it's that it's that that vocal styling, but but like with Celtic punk or or pirate shanty, dude, we've been saying that fucking terms like way too many times. It's, I'm even annoying myself. But it's so specific and it represents it a specific sound. It does, but it's like this to me is not like a good version of that because there's no it's not melodic. And that's what those two styles of music depend on are the melodies. But against me don't do that. But I don't think very that's rarely the, they do. That's the purpose. I, it doesn't I, matter if it's the purpose or not. But I think that's what makes them not pirate shanties because if like a lot of folk music is not is not melodic is not like that it's just very telling a story i know it doesn't make them that but it's that's what it sounds like it comes off as like a not very good version of pirate shanty music or celtic punk or whatever you want to say like it's that that's my that's my viewpoint i just don't don't think i don't think you're i don't think you're being fair but this is after only listening this is only a week of listening to them but i just i don't get it man i don't i don't i don't get it at all i will i will I will chalk that up to both of us for just straight inexperience, but like you got to agree, I don't think it's fair to categorize them as a pirate shanty band that's not very good because that's not their purpose. Yeah, it may not, but that see see this argument's going around and around because it's not their purpose, but that's what it comes off as purpose or not. But that's not their fault. That's inexperience on our end, or it's inexperience on their end. No, that's for sure an experience on our end. Like, how much pirate shanty music do you have? How much Celtic music do you know? Besides maybe Greensleeves. 
and then dropkick murphy's the pogues flogging molly that that's that's our that's our frame of reference right that's it yeah i guess i guess unless my love you do me wrong the renaissance fair maybe (laughs) you've been there no yeah i've been to the renaissance fair green sleeves is such a banger of a song you kidding me don't even act like you don't like green sleeves (sighs) i do i do Anyway, do we do we play this song? No, we didn't. Let, let's what are we play talking it. about? What song are we we're, talking about? <laughs> we're talking about from her lips to God's ears. Then, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh That's God. Okay. Here, wait, what? That song's okay. Well, I'm gonna play it anyway because of my three B. So okay. why not? Here we go. There it is, from her lips to God's ears, the energizer from against me. So that was my 3B. Um, we did your 3B already, right? Mm, no. My 3B is high. Oh. How low? How low? Oh, how low? How low? How low okay. can you go? All right. What do you got on this one? Uh, I always like these stripped down type of tunes. I love, I love the inflection in her voice. Mm-hmm. When the harms come in, I think it's, I think it's money. And then the second verse, like the second verse is so dope. The way the backing vocals like layer under her main vocals are just, they're fucking superb. It's good yeah. shit. I, I like the harms a lot in this song, but yeah, it, the harms are It was an big. okay for me, right? Is that you say? Yeah, it was shit. an okay. This is not a banger for me. I like, I like, like lyrically, I like the progression and the storytelling. So like this is a, like a telling of how her life is getting lower and lower. 
And then at first it's it's just kind of like she stays out too late, drinks a little too much, whatever. And the next it's it's like she's staying up too late, like using like in the bathroom. Okay, whatever. And the third part of it is is her it's it's her low points. It's 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 her being physically sick, mentally sick, and emotionally sick of herself and her choices. Yeah. And that that I don't know that kind of concept of of you you're never going to change until you hit rock bottom. That uh, that plays into that plays into effect really well here. I, I dig yeah. it. I, I like cycle, the progression of it. And the cycle of addiction too. By the end of it, it's like you're just doing the same the same thing over and over again. Even though you want to stop. It's yeah, like you said, the progression of the addiction, but then the cycle of it too. It's uh, it's scary. That sucks. Like it's it, rough. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Lyrically, I like this song a lot. Musically, I I, I like kind of like the whole western vibe of it. Like the stripped down western vibe was cool, but it, it was it could have been cooler. I don't know, but I did like the the backup harms and everything too. That was cool too. I don't who was the girl who. I think it was a girl who did the harms on it. Did oh, you yeah. find out or did you look? It wasn't a, there wasn't a link for it, so I didn't look. <laughs> okay, I, I don't know either. But it, it's it's kind of, it's not there through the entire song. It's only certain parts, but yeah, it's it was it was an okay song. It was good. All right. Well, that's yeah. better than Stinker. Well, no, yeah. Like I said, there were no like true Stinkers on here because I, I know, like I can understand the appeal, but it's just, it's really not for me. Like a, a lot of these songs are just not for me, like we had talked about. But no, how they're long, all for you. <laughs> Make them for you. So you, what's uh, your four B and what's your five B? You only got five. Are we we're good with how B's, right? We're good with yeah. Okay, that's fine. Why? What, what, you don't want to talk about the lyrics more? What do you want to do? That I mean, that's all I got. This, it's just a telling of a story. It's just a telling of of how she's coming to terms with her, her addiction getting worse and worse and worse. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and and there's for sure. I mean, one hundred percent. I want to talk about the title track and the closing track. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we definitely will. I mean, I think the the closing track is the most interesting for me because it it was definitely her. I mean, we'll get into that. There we go. That's my four B. Oh, that is your four B. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then let's jump right into it. Yeah. Okay. Searching this for is, former clarity. This is a different vocal style for the title track, right? This is yeah. This is something where where it was it was like she wants this to stand out and be a little bit different. It's musically heavy. It's purposely dramatic and like daunting, and it gets mm-hmm. it's heavier and more intense, as if to like parallel the real life situation and coping she's had to deal with most of her life. And dude, sometimes her vocals are so fucking awkward and uncomfortable, especially in the outro. And it's just mm-hmm. it made me so uncomfortable to listen. And it's like I love that. I love like that humbling that humbling and like empathetic feeling she made me do because of how fucking weird it was to listen to her in the outro. It was unbelievable. She made me feel. Yeah. This was, um, very much about her dysphoria. And I mean, uh, some people have said this song back then before she, she came out as trans that they, they, they related this song to like leaving the record label and the more the music industry and this and that, and then not knowing where to go creatively. And I, I can kind of see that, but then in light of her coming out, it, uh, it's so much about yeah, her dysphoria. It's, like it's, it's, it's more of a stretch to not see that than it is yeah. to just see that. It's just like, you don't, you don't like when you, when you see it, like you don't immediately go to something that is, 
the transgender thing is just something you don't normally go you don't normally think about unless you're told to think about it you know what i mean right i because it's not it's not a common thing to talk about normally yeah it's still is that a bad thing is that a bad thing to say it's not a bad thing to say it's because not. it's 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 still it's still new it's still something everybody's kind of wondering how to deal with and 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 I think like just talking about it and talking about how awkward it is to talk about it and how uncomfortable it is to kind of talk about it. I think that all this, all these things help. And I, I think like LJG was afraid to even come out because it was awkward for her, but like fucking life is awkward, man. There's so many things that are awkward about life. And so it's just, yeah. just talk about it, come out. People still, people are going to hate you no matter what you do in your personal life. People are sure, going to hate yeah. against me. Before if you're and after, people are in love know? against me. Before and after, it doesn't matter. So it's just just talk about it, man. The more we talk about things, the the easier they become. The more normalized things become. It's when yeah. we don't talk about things. It's, it's when, when we don't talk about things. Bad. When we don't. When we censor things. When we, you know, it's just. And we don't understand. Like I don't fucking understand. Like probably ninety five percent of it. But yeah, like I want to. Yeah, but it's it, it, that's the thing too. Like if you're not if you're not surrounded by it, if you're not. If you're not in that 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 lifestyle or that scene, like you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. It's like, I guess to like simply put it, like if you're not into like if if you're only listening to like country music and pop music, you're not gonna understand the metal community. Community, you're not gonna understand the punk community. It's just it's like it's so different. You don't surround yourself with it, so you're not gonna understand it. I mean, this that's a very simple version of kind of what we're talking about because we don't surround ourselves within this this community. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it's a very it's a very um eye-opening song for sure. It's very uh it's very personal and very um what am I trying to think trying to say here? I I wrote heartbreaking and powerful. Yeah, I I guess that yeah, that's a good way of putting it. And like you said the the outro really uh Dude, did you feel that. like did you feel uncomfortable though when she it was just her like belting it out in the outro? Yeah, I, I I really did. And did you notice too? Her, uh, she's singing at like a higher higher range than she normally. Yeah, would. yeah. Like than in any yep. any song, like from the first record until the newest record. This is the only song that I was able to like hear a difference in her voice. She's saying yeah. higher than normal. That was weird. I, Not weird, I, but it was just. I mean, I it's know. weird. Like in the because she hasn't done it before, and and it's, it's unique, really I guess. Yeah. But I I think this is this is not like an against me song. This is like clearly an LJG song, and this is something that she wanted to do because it doesn't fit quite. I mean, like conceptually, it fits with the album, but musically, it doesn't fit with the album at all. Like this doesn't sound yeah. like anything else on the album, and this is this is her song, and and like I said, it's like heartbreaking and powerful. That that feeling that you may never even know what true love is because you feel like you're different. And then also just as bad, anyone you love may just leave you if you ever even try to be the person that you want to be. Yeah, it's like a lose-lose situation, and that's terrible. And yeah. like nobody should ever have to feel like that. That's awful. I agree. I totally it sucks agree. as it is. Like There's no way you <laughs> should have to fucking feel like that. It's so shitty. And then like, that's, that's where the idea of like addiction is. The addiction is kind of in, interpolated with like her struggle with her own identity. And, and again, like a symptom of, what, what did I call it? Tra- dis- oh, transphoria. Transphoria. I'm going to coin it. And the addiction is like a symptom <laughs> of her transphoria. 
No one coined that. Everyone's fucking okay. too pussy. I don't care. <laughs> Sin. Like it's an offensive term. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, banger of a song, though. Banger of a song. Perfect yeah, closure. I, I mean, I this could almost be a six banger for me. A six Oof. banger for me. Just put a six B, dude. I, mean, I might as well. I mean, the, the I have, lyrics, I have, the, I have upped the, mine sometimes. Just put it as a six B. I'll put it as a six B because yeah. the lyrics make up for the music. Because the musically, I just don't really care for it. And like you said, it doesn't match the rest of the record, which could be okay, but it's not like it's not even like a good B side musically, you know. <laughs> but lyrically, it's good. Lyrically, it's good. The ending is really good, like we talked about. So, dude, should the I ending is just it's just. I should have timestamped the ending, but like if you can play the ending, that about, would be that would uh, be yeah. Money. Let's see. I'll do like maybe let's see here. How how long is the song? It's three and a half minutes long. I'll start halfway through because it's like a minute and forty yeah. to listen. Right? Sound good? Perfect. I'm doing it at one thirty eight, or we have one forty. I'm starting at one forty seven for you to follow along. <laughs> I'm <Okay>. doing it right now. <laughs> okay, here we go. Searching for a former clarity from Rise Against. You ever meet or love in the end? Will you be alone as the disease spreads slowly through your body? Back into Miami. 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 Albanese. Army. Army. Bouncing in the club to the break of dawn. No, oh, no, that's a beach to the break of dawn. <laughs> like I said, I, I still want to do that that Will Smith album. But anyway, uh, yeah, that's uh, that was right. That would not rise against. Fuck against me. Yeah, that was against thing, me. Right? I really think if uh, I would, I might like the music the songs more if she sang in a higher register like that like it, she's not the greatest singer obviously but it, it sounds so much better than the the almost the kind of dirty vocals okay it sounds way better higher i don't know and can you imagine if this song was just an acoustic guitar with her that would just that would probably be the best song Oof. on the record if it was just Oof. her and the acoustic guitar that would be great right yeah, I, I I always I'm always an acoustic man. I know I, that this could have been maybe their BB like in general of all of their songs had this just been strictly acoustic. Just saying. 
I just, I, I just, I, I, I mean, we both feel the same way, but like, we just both love when like bands just put it all out there, man. Like, especially like the lead singer, when they just have a track that's their track and like, again, bringing it back to the corn thing, like at the end, oh, at yeah. the end of that, what, I, every time we talk about it, I forget what the song's called, but at the end Daddy. of it, Daddy, yeah. that's like the easiest thing to remember. But hearing <laughs> hearing Jonathan Davis break down at the end of it, like I just oh, I just so good. dude, it's just nothing better. No, nothing connects you with the artist more than just hearing them pour their heart and soul into one thing. And I think she poured her heart and soul into this one song. Yeah, I agree. But it, more than like any song they've ever done. I I totally agree with you on that. But it could have been executed so much better. That's that's the thing. Like I, I agree. I, this one the four B, not my one B. It's frustrating. It could have been way better. <laughs> but, but I it, don't, it, I, don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Given what it is, it's my 4B fantastic yeah. song. Like it would be, what would be so cool is like if, I mean, I did you listen to her solo record? Yeah, I love her solo record. Oh, do you? I, I didn't listen to it. Dude, it's fantastic. There's, there's a, even Renee likes it. I know, I know Adam Willard played on it, but like I thought it would be cool if if she did just like a an acoustic record with nothing else, and she kind of like sang in this higher register. Like that would be so cool. Well, like, like that to, could be totally worth listening to. To be fair, like I, I think are we talking about the EP? I don't the, know if it's an EP or not. I I know the heartburns, maybe or my or, didn't she have something called like the devouring mothers or something like that? Is that what I'm thinking of? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I I know. I thought she came out with an, um, uh, a solo one, and Adam Willard played on it. But it might have been the this other band. She did. I don't know. I really don't remember right now. Okay. But but how well, no? How was the the solo EP then? Because I I didn't listen to it. Well, it's it's called I think it's called Heartburns, but like the first song or the last song is called uh, Random Hearts, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's it's much like her singing in that kind of tone, but it's. It's more, uh, it's more like downstroked punk. It's, it's, it's a lot of just kind of, I don't know, kind of like that. Is it a full I, band? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. What do you mean? You don't know if it's a full band? I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's a full band. It sounds like a full band, but it could just oh, okay, be her doing everything. No, no, that's what I'm wondering. Oh, like, yeah, is yeah, it, yeah. Is it like the mute, like the song no, itself? No, definitely, yeah. It, it sounds like okay. there's a full band there, but I don't know if it's her doing everything. Like it's her like side project or whatever, doing all the yeah. instruments. Because it's 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 titled under her like her dead name Tom Gable and oh. the the album is called Heartburns so I don't know if it's her doing all the instruments or if it's a completely separate band was it before she came out yeah this is like two thousand this is like late two thousands so oh okay two thousand seven okay. eight ish oh okay yeah I didn't oh I, you know I did read that that he or she came out with with something before, but I, I didn't know it was like an official thing. And then I know that she did come out with something with Adam Willard outside of against me. So that's what I was more referring to. Maybe he played drums on this. I don't know. I probably, no, cause cause Adam Googled didn't join. Week. He didn't join till like 2012, like right after he, he left angels and airwaves. I think it was 2012 when he joined against me right after Jay Weinberg left. Um, what do we got? What else you got? Um, let's see here. There was uh, let me just go through it. Okay, let me go through it. Damn, I had a cool like run the jewels reference in here, but I lost it. Oh, Justin, you hate Justin. 
Well, I'd like our friend Justin. <laughs> yes. No, I like our friend Justin, but the song Justin, no, I don't really like this song. Yeah, this is, uh, I don't know, this is another, this is my 7B. This is another kind of folky Western inspired song. It's very slow, dramatic, I dig it. I like how the drum roll riffage is kind of broken up. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lot of symbols incorporated rather than lean on the drum roll entirely for the song because it easily could have. And you hear yeah. a lot of, when, when when bands like write Western type songs, they lean on the drum roll, the drum, the do, oh, do, do, totally. do, 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 and that's fucking lame. Like it's, it's catchy and it's, it's standard, but it's lame. So that's kind of also what separates them a little bit into the mm-hmm. more folky realm, I guess. I don't know. Fucking rad. But, um, as far as like the lyrics, this was about this, this kid named Justin Ellsworth. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a, he was a Marine killed in Fallujah. And I guess like Yahoo wouldn't give the family his email back in like the early 2000s. And they're like, nah, per like, I don't know, privacy laws or whatever. You can't have access to your 20 year old son's email address. So fuck off. Eventually went to court. The court forced Yahoo to hand over the emails. And it was kind of like a, I don't know, like a, like a landmark case in, in deciding what happens to people's online personality after they die. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. But the song kind of dives into that, that, that fake territory she so like she mentions that there's a reporter who says that she feels so bad for the family, but the segment ends with Merry Christmas from the network. And so, know, yeah. And so like, dude, that like it's so true, right? But then that made yeah. me think that made me think of RTJ four walking in the snow when Killer Mike says the most you'll give is a Twitter's rant and call it a tragedy. Yeah. Dude, like that That's exactly what it is. This shit never fucking stops. No, it's it's just it's fake sympathy. It's it's you. It's 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 corporate bullshit. That's what it is. I dude, it's fucking rad though that they that they were that they were talking about that. So. Yeah, well, I mean that that's it. Also, like leads into like you know propaganda and how like the media doesn't really care. Like the the media the the narrative doesn't really care about people. It just cares about you know putting a certain idea out out in the masses and. Like they they pretend to, but it just it just comes off so fake. And this is just a perfect perfect example of that. Wait, are you talking about the media? Or are you talking about like punk fans? Because that sounds like uh, the both. same thing. Both, yeah, yeah. <laughs> both, absolutely. So good. The worst and the best fans, right? Did the fucking worst fans? Oh, terrible. Yeah, but it, also like this this uh, this song, like naming it Justin, and. Uh, like you could have gone so many different ways with this this message and this meaning, but to just like throw it, throw the name in there so lackadaisically and just I don't know. It's kind of it comes out very cheesy. Like the line, you know, Justin, well, Justin's dead, and Yahoo won't let his family have access to his email account. Like that's literally <laughs> the lyrics in this very, fucking. I know it's, it's so very bad. matter of fact. It's very it's, textbook. Yeah. Uh, it, it's bad. No, it's just straight bad. It, there's nothing good about it. I, well, yeah. it's just like you—you you could have done so much more with the message lyrically, but you went with that. I don't know. It's I don't, a, it's I don't, a little cheesy. I don't and it's mind. not the best song called Justin. That's by Corn. But I don't—I don't mind like naming songs after people, and I don't mind songs being specifically about people. But I do agree that when you say the words like Yahoo, 
First of all, Yahoo's a dumb word anyway. And then also, you're just giving like Yahoo more, I don't know, more publicity, right? You're, you're talking about Yahoo. And we should, we're talking about Yahoo, just talking about Yahoo. Like at least like make up like a metaphor or something, you know, like make it a little bit more cryptic. Like instead of just going right out there and saying it, it just, it comes yeah. off as like almost like very middle school. Lazy. Yeah, it's just not, it's not very good. But I, But I do like naming songs after like dead people like like even though i don't like this this rapper xxx tentacion oh, he has a song he has a song called jocelyn flores written about like some girl i don't i don't even remember the fucking background but it's a banger of a song like the only song i like by him but that's cool like i don't what about mind. what about the greatest song written with the with somebody's name written about with somebody's name who and that's what? uh maria from rage against the machine oh See yeah. again, like going back to like the, 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 the Rage Against the Machine thing. That's not about a person. That's about a that's a concept. And he specifically is, yeah. used he specifically used Maria because that is like whenever you joke or whenever people joke or whenever jokes are being made about Mexican women, Maria is always their name. Yeah. And so that's idea. that's why he used Maria. But that that also like goes to show like his his like lyrical depth because that song lyrically is so fucking good. <laughs> and just, I mean, we've talked about it on on our other podcast, Rage Against the Pod, you know. But uh, yeah, like just the 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 differences between songs, like, ah oh, man, I don't want to start comparing Zach to to LJG. But you, 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 got fair. you got it. You got it. It's not fair. You got it. Especially no. when when they, when they're bringing up political things and like propaganda and stuff. It's like, come on, no. That's, that's, you're not you're not being fair. I'm being fair when you're like you're like pitting like the, I am being you're like pitting pitting like any Yankee team from the '90s against like the Pittsburgh Pirates and saying like so you look these two play baseball and then the Pittsburgh Pirates yeah. get fucking annihilated and and against me are the Pittsburgh Pirates of the '90s. <laughs> <laughs> so like what? So it is a good comparison. Nah, 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 it's just nah, a, it's nah, just nah, a nah, comparison nah, nah, that nah, you nah, don't nah, like. Nah. That's what it is. Exactly against against me are like the 2002 world champion Anaheim Angels. Like that's nothing 100% is really not what they are. Nothing. No. <laughs> like, you you can't even follow up with that. You can't just, even do that. I just like saying the whole phrase like the world the 2002 world champion Anaheim Angels. It's like, uh, I like it's so that. silly. It's so whatever. Silly. I don't know. That's all, that's all jerseys. I really got. Those stupid jerseys. Really? You stupid fucking jerseys. They they were really bad jerseys. Really bad logo. Come on, man. Come on. I think that's about it, dude. I don't. All right, so um, let's wrap it up with our final thoughts, and then uh, our three. Oh, we're gonna rate the album with our three point rating system. Uh, three is a perfect album. Two is a good album. You're gonna go back to. One is a bad album, but you should give it a shot. And zero is uh, a trash fire. So, what do you got? What are your final thoughts and rating? This was a this was a weird re- a week a week week because neither of us knew what the fuck was gonna happen. Like I kind of had an idea because I had listened to Axl Rose, and so I thought that it was all going to sound like that. And so I don't, I don't know. This was just a bizarre week. Neither of us knew what the fuck to to think, to do, to I don't know. So, given given kind of my expectations for the band, I was uh, I was happy to follow them progress. Like I've said before, I like hearing bands progress. I enjoy it, even if I don't like the direction they're taking. I just enjoy being along for the ride. It's just cool to hear people progress in any yeah. way. It's fun. It's yeah. exciting. It's cool. They think it's good at the time, whatever. 
So, <laughs> so uh, I don't know. This is this has been this has been a ride. This has been a ride, and this is one of those bands that we have always kind of we've never like shit on them, but we've never given Until them any week. praise whatsoever. Oh yeah, for sure. This is the most we've shit on them ever in our life. But we've never given them any praise because we just don't know a lot about them. But yeah. we do know people will die for this fucking band. So I don't know. It's been fun. Like it's it's been. I had a good. I had a good week. Even like their horrible albums, it was fun to listen to because now I know exactly what I want and what I don't want for my against me. Mm. And uh, I, given dude, given this album, like I, I'm glad that we. I'm definitely glad that we chose to do a different album than Reinventing because me even too. though that's the start of the band and you know that's like their sound that they started with and continued throughout their whole time. There's still like there's there's really three eras of the band that are kind of three unique sounds, but all are underlyingly the same. But uh, this is their best for sure, hands down. And this is this is two point eight, two point eight, easy. Fuck no way. Easy, easy, easy. <laughs> I will buy this on vinyl. Oh um, my god! It is it is still in my cart right now from Fat Records along with a couple other records. How much is it on Fat Re- Fat Records? Like eighteen dollars or something? It's it's twenty bucks, but it's oh double LP. So Dude, that's I, a I, deal. That's a steal. Right? I know. I I will be buying this, and I'm I'm like ninety five percent sure I'm also gonna get uh, what did I say? Transphoria, transphoria. It's transphoria. Transgender. Yeah. yeah, but the transgender dysphoria blues. I will buy that one as well. But the transphoria blues, I'm gonna buy that one as well because <laughs> dude, they're fucking bold bangers. But other than that, against me, I could I could do without. Yeah. Okay. Two point eight, okay. baby. Two point eight. Wow, man. Okay. Uh, my final thoughts are: this was uh, an interesting week for me. Uh, like I, I said earlier in the episode and on the album rankings, like I don't get it. I just I don't get it, especially with reinventing Axl Rose. I I was shocked at at like how much <laughs> I didn't like that record. It's just not good. And uh, but luckily, you know, there were there were some high points, some low points too. But uh, it, it was interesting. Let's just say that it was interesting. It was um, eye opening in some aspects and. Uh, it was a good. It was a good talk. Like it, this ended up being better than I thought it was going to be. This episode, and uh, I'm going to have to give this album a 1.9. Are you fucked? Just give it a fucking two. I'm never going to go back to it. You're so stupid. I'm, then give it a 1.99. Okay, 1.99. Right. I'll give it a 1.99. But I'll still never, dumb. But okay. I'm never going to go back to any of these records ever again. This keeping, just keeping is, true to the format. Okay, all right. It's just not for me. Like this is not my, not my thing. Like I just. I don't think they're as good as people say they are. Yeah, this is like one of the, I've never really felt this way about any band. Like I, I can like Radiohead. I like some of their stuff. Tool, some of their stuff is cool, but against me, like I just I don't I don't understand it. I thought all. New Wave was good. What would you get New Wave? One point nine. Oh 1.99. God, you're like I said, I'm butt wipe. I'm not I'm not giving any of these records. I'm Dude, never going to listen to Take your fucking head, again. dip it in the toilet, flush <laughs> it and just drown yourself because you're awful. <laughs> I'm never going to go back to any of these. I'm going to go back to a couple songs, but Would you pick this up at a record store it was $5? No, I wouldn't. No. <laughs> I, like I said, I would never listen to it again. Oh, I I just don't I don't care crazy. for it that you're much. You crazy for that one, Rick? But I mean, obviously people really connect with it and people really love this band and this record. And I mean, that's great. That's totally great. And and I understand its significance within like the punk community and 
other communities as well, but like, I mean, like not. realistically, at minimum, at minimum and best, now you understand why people like this band, right? To an extent, to an extent, yes. But I, mean, I don't think I don't think her lyrics are all that great for the most part. I think they're they're good at best, but sometimes they're they're really just annoying. But they're they're accessible enough that pretty they're much anybody enough. can relate to them. Yeah, but they they come off sometimes as just like too whiny or too. I just I don't know. And then reading more about Laura Laura Jane Grace, like like in the late nineties, and just kind of like how she was part of that whole scene too and just kind of her arrogance and I'd like being like a self-proclaimed anarch proclaimed anarchist and then in the end she's just like she's not that at all or it yeah. seems like she's not you know it's just shit like that and she's still like sometimes at times like claims she is and just like dude stop it it <laughs> it, 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 it almost comes off as like not just arrogance but just kind of like uh, just arrogance I guess I don't know so it, All right. It's just, it, this, ju- this, stuff, this stuff is just not for me. That's what it is. I'm sorry. But well, you just don't, uh, you don't like win them all. good stuff. So, I mean, you, this is like the equivalent of you liking Deftones, you know? That's oh. what this is. Except Deftones are actually really fucking good. But that's a whole different story. Mm, I don't think so, but. But, uh, well, it is. But it is. <laughs> All right, we got anything else to say? No, I'm all uh, I'm all against meat out. Okay, so yeah, this is Ask Night Radio. Thank you all for listening to the podcast. Ooh, stay tuned for the next episode. I don't know why the music's not playing, but there it is. There um, she is. There she is. Uh, yeah, go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at Ask Night Radio. Once again, thank you, and that's it. That's it. They're Jeffy. Everything that I've heard that I like about the Rolling Stones is, first of all, when Jagger shuts his fucking mouth, and a lot of the stuff is just, like, rhythm stuff. There's no fucking way New Wave isn't, like, it has to be three for you. It has to be. Okay. You're not that stupid. Okay. You're just not. Okay. I I thought that you weren't. You could be. You never know, but, like, I mean, yeah. there's no way. You never know. There's no way. You never know. You never know. Like, if I was a gambling man, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I don't know what to think. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. That's why you shouldn't gamble. Okay. So what do you got for your number three? Transgender dysphoria. You're books. stupid. You're dumb. That is you my number dumb. three. There's no fucking way. He's over here. He's over here saying that New Wave is like the top fucking album. I know. I wasn't talking to anybody. This, I know. Yeah. You're in, you're out of your mind. That, you're out of your mind. That's why you like reinventing Axl Rose. Oh, I'm so angry. So. Just, there's no way. To be. Let me scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Scroll, scroll, scroll. Elder, Elder Scrolls. Problems. You got Problems. <laughs> problems <laughs> I'm not I'm not giving any of these records I'm Dude, never go take your fucking head dip it in a toilet flush <laughs> it and just drown yourself because you're awful <laughs>